We shall fight with growing confidence and growing strength in the air. We shall fight on the beaches. We shall fight on the landing grounds. We shall fight in the fields and in the streets. We shall never surrender until in God's good time, the new world, with all its power and might, steps forth to the rescue and the liberation of people. In times of universal deceit, truth is the only rebellion left. The people of Oklahoma rise up and defeat recreational marijuana in Oklahoma, while at the same time, your Republican House of Representatives throws parents and taxpayers under the bus by not even allowing a curriculum transparency bill to get out of committee. I'll cover this and more on today's Rebellion. Good morning and welcome to The Rebellion. Thank you for listening into the show. Two topics for today. Number one, good news. House Bill 820 went down in flames last night. The people of Oklahoma rose up and defeated recreational marijuana in the state of Oklahoma. I'll cover this story and give you some of the details in my review of it. But there's another thing that was taking place on the very same day at the very same time, and that was debate on House Bill 2077 a bill sponsored by Republican Chad Caldwell that would simply bring transparency to the curriculum of our public schools so that parents and other taxpayers, people paying for this stuff, you know, you and me, those of us who actually flipped the bill for education in the state of Oklahoma. Education in the state of Oklahoma, like every other state across the union, is funded by you, by me. We pay our taxes, disproportionately so, to fund Oklahoma education. And if you live in Ohio or Michigan or Indiana, Kentucky, Kansas, any place else across the country, it's the same story. It's the same story. In Osage County, for example, over 80% of our ad valorem taxes go to support what? Education, our public schools. Throughout the entire state, 50% of our taxes go to pay for education, our public schools and our public universities. But this is a story about public education, our public schools, not necessarily not necessarily our state universities. However, you can assume they're doing the same thing. This is a story about House Bill 2077, sponsored, like I said, by Chad Caldwell, a good guy, one of the good ones, a Republican who sponsored a bill that simply calls for a portal to be created a portal to be created so that parents and other taxpayers can go look at the curriculum that's being taught in our schools. Check it out. See what books they're using. See what the syllabus is. Check out and see what the actual material is that your kids are going to be consuming when they go to a public school and what the teachers are going to teach them in the classroom. Are they teaching reading and writing and arithmetic? Are they teaching them that science is real? that biology, physiology, genetics, DNA matters? Are they teaching them how to read and how to write and how to count? Are those the essential priorities of your local school? Or are they teaching something else, whatever that may be? Surely, no good teacher would want to hide from you what they're teaching to your progeny, your kids, your sons, your daughters, your nieces, your nephews, your grandchildren. Surely, no good school 
no good superintendent, no good principal, no good teacher, whatever their stripe politically, would want to hide anything from you, right? And if they do want to hide something from you and prevent you from seeing what's actually being taught in the classroom, do you think maybe you ought to scratch your head a bit and ask why? Well, that's today's story. That's today's story on House Bill 2077. I'll say that one more time. You need to write this down. If you're listening right now and you're close to having a pen or a pencil and a pad of paper, I want you to write this down. HB 2077. And again, for those of you who listen out of state, and I know many of the rebellion followers harken from other states, Texas, Kansas, Colorado, Arkansas, Michigan, Indiana, Ohio. I know I've got a lot of listeners up that way from my old stomping grounds. But this is not just a story of Oklahoma. When I get on Oklahoma stories, don't tune me out. As I've said a thousand times over, Oklahoma is the canary in the coal mine. If it's happening in Oklahoma, it is happening in your own backyard. What happens in Oklahoma doesn't stay in Oklahoma. Because if it's happening in this conservative state, you can bet your bottom dollar it's happening in yours. So don't tune out a story about Oklahoma. Education and Republicans. Because your educational system and your Republicans are being tempted to do the same thing. And the only way you're going to slow down this train wreck is to rise up and call your representative. Be patient to some extent. Patience is a virtue, at least in the front end of the conversation. So don't go in loaded for bear and insult your representative. Call him up, call her up, and find out what they think, and then tell them very explicitly and boldly and clearly what you think and how you want them to vote. And let them know why. And I can tell you right now that numbers matter. And it doesn't have to be a huge number. 50, 60 people calling into a state representative or any other elected official for that matter makes a big difference. I'm going to share a story with you today as to proof to that point too. So I want you to listen to the story, HB 2077, and I want you to do so with a pencil in hand and a pad of paper nearby because I'm going to give you some websites and phone numbers to call. And I want you to understand that your phone call matters and email matters. And if you can get 20, 30, 40 people to follow you and do the same, you can turn the tide and turn a vote the opposite direction. But this is a terrible story of Republicans letting you down. Why? Because they're being pressured to do so by the teachers' unions and the teachers within your school systems who have imbibed the Kool-Aid of DEI, SJW, LGBTQIA, BLM, and social-emotional learning. And that stuff's being incorporated into the curriculum, and they don't want you to know. That's the today's story. That's the bottom line. I'm Dr. Everett Piper, and this is The Rebellion. Let's take a break, and I'll be right back in a couple minutes. In 1978, George and Kate Tedford set out to protect Oklahoma businesses better. Today, their son and our CEO, Mark Tedford, is excited to carry on his family's legacy. Professional liability, compliance, property, workers' comp, health and life. Tedford Insurance's dedicated team gives you access to the nation's largest insurance providers, negotiates the best rates, and protects their own legacy like no one else. Call 918-299-2345 or tedfordinsurance.com. The Patriot Auto Group, locally owned and operated. 
The Patriot family of dealerships takes great pride in supporting the communities we serve throughout the great state of Oklahoma. The Patriot Auto Group's charitable work has been recognized throughout Oklahoma. Whether it's visiting one of our local dealerships or simply shopping and buying online with our doorstep delivery, the Patriot Auto Group takes the stress out of buying a new or used vehicle. And every purchase comes with our exclusive peace of mind, Patriot Pledge. You get engines for life, plus one-year maintenance, and 10 full years of roadside assistance, plus so much more. Sure, we can sell you a car, but supporting our community and lending a hand to our neighbors in need? Sold. The Patriot Auto Group. Proud Oklahomans in the communities we serve. Okay, welcome back to The Rebellion. So before I get into this story about House Bill 2077, this bill to make uh, education transparent here in the state of Oklahoma and give parents and taxpayers, not that you aren't the same thing at the same time, but my point there is that some of you listening don't have kids in the school and you may be tempted to tune out because you don't care anymore. Well, you should because you're paying for it. It's your tax dollars. So I'm not trying to say that parents aren't taxpayers. I'm saying parents and other taxpayers. We all should care. Because we're the ones paying for education. 50% of our tax dollars in Oklahoma are dedicated to education. In my county alone, I know that over 80% of the ad valorem taxes go toward what? Education here in Osage County. So you should care. It's your money. It's not the government's money. It's not the school's money. It's your money. You're paying for it, and you should have immediate access to everything they do. Everything. You should be able to see the curriculum. And if you like it, you should give it a thumbs up and let people know. If you don't like it, you have every right in the world to say so. And when they try to hide it from you, you should be concerned. And I don't care what side of the political fence you're on. Everybody should care about this. Everybody should want to know what your public schools are doing because what's taught today in the classroom will be practiced tomorrow in your culture, period. Education matters. That's why we spend so much money on education because we know it matters. You can't have a civil society if you have an uneducated society. But if you're teaching your kids bad ideas, your society is going to become corrupt. Garbage in, garbage out. Good ideas, good culture, good kids, good community, good country. Bad ideas, the opposite. So it matters. Ideas matter. Education matters. But before we get into that, I said I wanted to review the results of the recreational marijuana bill. House Bill 820 that was voted on yesterday here in Oklahoma, March 7th, and here in Oklahoma. Um, applause to all of you. You got out and you voted. Your vote mattered. This is proof that when the people actually get off their duff, okay, and go to the polls and vote, you can change the direction of your community, your state, and your country. Uh, Oklahoma was foolish several years ago because we voted in favor of medical marijuana, without any rules or definition as to what that really meant. And as I've said before, I don't care if, at least I don't think I do, I, I'm, I'm open to the discussion of medical marijuana because I think that there's evidence out there that in some situations, if you've got cancer, for example, marijuana can help mitigate the pain. It might be a better pain medication than, than other things, opioids, for example, because opioids are very addictive and they're very problematic. We know that. We've got an opioid epidemic running rampant across the United States, and it impairs your ability to think. It causes other physiological side effects, etc. 
So if medical marijuana is a better pain medication than opioid use, then, then great. But who makes that decision? You do in consultation with your doctor. And how do you get those drugs? Your doctor prescribes them, and then you take that prescription to what? A pharmacy, okay? And that's where you get the drug. That's where you buy it. Now, why in the world isn't medical marijuana in Oklahoma administered in the same way? If we would have passed a law that made medical marijuana legal in the state of Oklahoma, that treated that drug like all other drugs here in the state of Oklahoma, and by that I mean your doctor prescribes it, you take the prescription to a local pharmacy, and a licensed trained pharmacist administers the drug and sells it to you there in a pharmacy, not in a pole barn, not in a burned-out old abandoned gas station, not in a metal building next to the pawn shop. No, it's in a pharmacy, and that's the way you get your medicine. But no, in Oklahoma, we did the exact opposite. There were no parameters, really a very poor definition as to what medical marijuana is, and now it's rampant. We have nearly 10% of the Oklahoma population now using medical marijuana. If necessary, fine, but why in the world can't they go to their pharmacist to get it? Why did we allow cartels from Romania and Russia and China and Mexico to come in and become our pharmacists? This is ridiculous, and we're suffering for it. Well, yesterday we had a chance to slow down this train by voting against recreational marijuana, which just would have made the problem that much worse. And that bill was defeated by approximately 66% to 34% approximately. At least that was the number, that was the spread the last time I looked. It may have changed slightly throughout the course of the wee hours of the morning when they were counting the actual final few ballots that came in. So good for you. Good for the people of Oklahoma getting out and doing what you should do, and that's go and vote. All right, you can do the same thing with regard to other, other things that are on the ballot. Now this isn't on the ballot, but your local representative is. Okay, and I know that he listens or she listens to you. I was talking to a friend of mine who serves in the House of Representatives here in Oklahoma. I don't think he would care about me telling this story, but I didn't get permission to use his name, so I'm just going to not say that because I don't want to, to use his name if he doesn't know I'm going to. But he's one of the good guys, very thoughtful, conservative Republican, who is patient. He's not a flamethrower. He's not nearly as aggressive as I would probably be, but that's okay. That's okay. Uh, his temperament might get a little bit more done at times rather than mine. What matters is he's going in the right direction. I was talking to him about this bill, House Bill 2077, and I said, how in the world did the Republicans vote against this? And he answered me. He said, simple. They're afraid of the teachers. They're afraid of the teachers' unions. He said that he received approximately 100 emails from teachers and teachers' union affiliates. He said they weren't even all from his district. He said most of them weren't, but he got 100 of them. Now, that may sound like a lot, but it's really not 100 emails. But here's the point. Here's the moral of this story. 100 emails really caught his attention. Now, he's not going to bow the knee to the mob, but his point was most people do. Most of his colleagues in the House of Representatives do. If they get 100 emails from angry, angry teachers, they stick their tail between their legs and they run and they hide. They're afraid of them. They're afraid they won't win their next election. So as you listen to the story, recognize that particular fact. 
A few emails matter. So if you get a bunch of your friends to call up your House of Representative member, call up your senator and say, I want you to understand my view on this. I don't want you to vote for this bill, or I do want you to vote for this bill, and here's why. If you do that and you get several of your friends within the social media world to do the same, you will have an influence. You will change their vote. To use my friend's language, again, this, this, this man that serves in the House of Representatives here in Oklahoma, they're afraid of you. The reason they're voting against this transparency bill, this bill that does nothing other than bring transparency to the curriculum in our public schools, the reason they're voting against it is they're afraid of the teachers. That's a quote from my friend who serves in the House of Representatives. They're afraid of the teachers, and they're afraid of the teachers' unions. So what can you do to counter this? Well, you need to communicate with them in equal, if not larger, measure and make them, quote-unquote, afraid of you. I don't mean afraid of you because you're being mean-spirited or angry or a flamethrower. I mean they need to be afraid of you because of the quantitative force of your particular side of the debate. You need to get out and communicate with these representatives, too. Don't let the left or your opposition do it in greater measure than you do. All right, so I don't have that much time left, so let's cover House Bill 2077 by Chad Caldwell. Uh, I'm going to read portions of it to you. This is a bill that says the State Department of Education shall establish or contract with a private company to establish an online transparency portal. The portal shall be an online tool to support parents' rights to access, review, and comment upon curriculum, instructional materials, textbooks, and library materials being used by the school district where their child attends school and which their child might be exposed to without prior parental knowledge or consent. Now, what's wrong with that? Again, I don't care what side of the political fence you're on. What is wrong with that bill? This is a bill that would create a portal, an online tool, to support parental rights to access, review, and comment upon curriculum, instructional material, textbooks, and library materials being used by the school district where your child attends school. That's it. Now, why would anybody be opposed to that? Okay, here's more from the bill. The online transparency portal shall include, at a minimum, a simple, universally accessible website that allows the user to search for, display, review, and comment on materials available to the user's child at the school district. Materials include, but are not limited to, in other words, what's going to be on this portal, Textbooks, library books, classroom instructional materials, including but not limited to student activities, instructions, lesson plans, small group instruction, independent reading or viewing materials, videos, and handouts. Okay, that is the bill. There's more here I could read, but that's what the bill calls for. Now, some people are saying, well, you're, you're going to take all the teachers' time in, in uploading and, and putting all of their stuff on this portal. They don't have time to do that. And some teachers are complaining, I don't have time to do that. I get that point. I get that point, but that's not what the bill calls for. The bill explicitly calls for contracting with a third party, uh, an outside company that will take all of these textbooks and all this material, all these videos, all these books and the references to them, on the portal. The third party, the outside company, does it. The teachers don't have to. All that needs to be done is that the school, the administrator, the principal, or the superintendent 
with the assistance of the teachers, needs to take the list of materials being used, textbooks, videos, other books, library material, and provide that list to a third party, to an outside company, and that company does all the work and puts it on the portal. That's it. That's it. This particular bill does nothing more than that. It allows for parents to access what textbooks, other books, videos, online material, etc., is being used to teach your kids in your local public school. But they don't want you to see it. Why? Why don't they want you to see it? Don't you have to ask yourself that question? What is wrong with giving the parent access to the stuff that's being taught to his kids? And what's wrong with you, a taxpayer, seeing that, even if you don't have kids in the school? Again, I'm going to make my point the third, fourth, fifth time over here. You're paying for it. It's your money. It's your school. And therefore, you should have a say in what's being taught. But in spite of the simplicity and the common sense of this bill, you had... 24 state representatives in the state of Oklahoma voting against even allowing the bill out of committee, and only eight representatives voting for it. I'm going to say that again. This bill went down in flames in committee. It didn't even get out of committee by a vote of eight yays and 24 nays. Do you get that? Eight yeses and 24 no's to even allow the bill to get out of committee. I couldn't understand it. So that's when I called my friend who serves in the House. He's not on this particular committee. And this is the Appropriations and Budget Committee. They wouldn't even allow it out of committee, which means if you don't follow what goes on at your at your Capitol, it has to get through committee before it gets to a vote of the entire House. And if it doesn't get out of committee, the House won't even hear it. It won't even come up for a vote now. The entire House of Representatives will not hear this bill because the committee won't permit it. Now, those who voted for this, if you live in Oklahoma, write down their names and call them and thank you. It was Hassenbeck, LePac, Hilbert, Martinez, Kendricks, Pfeiffer, Lawson, and Wallace. They voted for it. They said, yes, we want parents to have access to the stuff that's being taught to their kids. This is a good idea. Parents should be involved in their child's education. We like parental involvement because that helps the kid learn more. And we want the parents to understand what our schools are teaching and assist their child in completing their homework and understanding why the assignment was made in the first place. Okay, But you had 24 representatives vote against it. And I'm going to cite them right now. Write down their names. I want, I'm not going to repeat this because I don't have time to go over the list again. But those who voted against this are Baker and Bayshore and Bennett and Blancet, Boatman and Bowles and Ford and Goodwin, Hill and Curbs and Lowe and Luttrell, McBride, McIntyre, Miller, Moore, Munson, Nichols, Osborne, Provisano, Ranson, Sterling, and Strom and West. They voted no. They voted no. Now, of those... These are the only Democrats, so those that I don't cite right now are obviously Republicans. Munson, Ranson, Bennett, Blanchett, Goodwin, and Provisano are the Democrats. Everybody else in that list of 24 is a Republican, and they just told you that you don't have the right to view the material that your kids are being taught in your local school. 
all the way from kindergarten to 12th grade. The parent has no right to view that material. They will not create a portal for you to see the books, the textbooks, the videos, and other material that's being used to instruct your kid. Incredible, isn't it? That is shameful. Now, I'm going to quote a couple people that objected to the bill and their reasons for objecting to it. One was Representative Forrest Bennett. <laughs> now, I'm sorry. I, I, I don't mean this to be offensive, but I'm not too sure he's the sharpest knife in the drawer, but he spoke up in opposition to the bill. And you know what his reason was? And I'm quoting him. This will get the people all riled up. Why? Why would you get riled up? What does he think you're going to see that's going to get you riled up? And if it does get you riled up, maybe you've got good reason <laughs> for being a little upset. Maybe he's fearful of what you'll see, the stuff that's being taught. Otherwise, why would you get riled up? If, you're, if all they're teaching your kid is how to count and how to read and how to write, and that biology is actually real and not a fabrication and a fantasy— then why would you get riled up? I'm not going to get riled up if you're just teaching my kid his multiplication tables. I'm not going to get riled up if you teach my kid that 2 plus 2 is an objective fact, not the product of some sort of socioeconomic privilege. I'm not going to get riled up if you just teach my kid how to read, how to, how to count, and how to write. I'm not going to get riled up if you teach my kid that pronouns are actually meaningful and that you just can't change them at whim. I'm not going to get riled up. And anybody who does get riled up over those things, you might want to just ask them to slow down a bit, tap the brakes, and recognize that actually there is such a thing as proper grammar, and there is such a thing as biological reality, and there is such a thing as mathematical facts. I mean... This is the point we've come to, where your House of Representatives in the reddest of red states, controlled by an overwhelming majority of Republicans, actually says stuff like, well, this will get the people all riled up. Well, here's another one. I want you to listen to this quote from Representative Goodwin, where she clarifies why she thinks this is a terrible bill and why she's going to vote against it. Just listen to what she says. That's uh, very uh, disturbing, to say the least, when we have, again, a state superintendent who does not want to have anything to do with diversity, equity, inclusion. DEI is in deity. Diversity, equity, inclusion is God. Thank you for your bait. So there you have it. There you have it. She actually said it. Diversity, equity, and inclusion is God. That's her quote. Representative Goodwin, House of Representatives in Oklahoma. She is not going to vote for you to have access to your kid's curriculum because she's afraid that you'll find out that your teachers are teaching your kid that D-E-I, which in her mind stands for deity, is God. She doesn't want you to know that your local schools are anything but secular. Oh, they're not secular any longer. I've said this before. It's a ruse to suggest that there's a separation between church and state. That's a ruse. That's a lie. It's completely false to think that religion is not being taught in your local public schools. Oh, it's being taught 
But it's not the religion of Christianity. It's not orthodoxy. It's not the religion that has served as the foundation for our free republic. It's not the religion of the Ten Commandments. It's not the religion of the Beatitudes. It's not Christianity that's being taught. It's the exact opposite. It's radical Gnosticism, that you are your own God. It's radical social justice rather than biblical justice. It's the radical nature of the neo-Gnosticism of our time where we ignore the body and biological facts and we rise up because of our emotions and our opinions and our desires and we define ourselves by our gut rather than a biblical God. DEI is God, Representative Goodwin says. And she's very disturbed by this bill that will allow you to go to a portal that gives you access to the curriculum where they're teaching your kid that the God they see in the mirror is much more worthy of worship than the God that they would ever read about in the Bible because it's very disturbing, says Representative Goodwin, that parents would actually find out that we're teaching DEI, which stands for deity, and that DEI is God. She doesn't want you to know what they're teaching, and she's very disturbed that you might find out. And you might want to call your representative and say, enough's enough. This is nonsense. It has to stop. I'm paying for this, and I want to see what my kid's being taught. I'm Dr. Everett Piper, and this is The Rebellion.